Welcome back to another day, another vlog. Happy Monday, wherever you are, whatever you're doing. If you're on a podcast, listening on the push bike, thanks for stopping by. Much appreciated. Good to see you all. Hope you all had a fantastic weekend. A little bit hectic at work. Got some new programs I'm trying to sort out. It's a logistical, uh, uh, what do you call it? Logistical... Nightmare. <laughs> That's the safest word. Um, but uh, other than that, <coughs> all good. No rain, unfortunately. We're supposed to get some rain over the uh, all this week, all, all this swing so far, and nothing. Just petered out, poured up north, poured probably about half an hour away, forty-five minutes, just outside of Karanjini, above that, um, on the way to Port Hedland and uh, Karatha. They got a heap of rain, we got nothing. Uh, it just wasn't hot enough today for that rain to come through. Plenty of clouds flying around, but yeah, just not that rain. Um, again, they're predicting some thunderstorms late tomorrow, but which would be perfect for the shift change for the photography. Uh, just don't know if I'm gonna have any luck. It's gonna be a little tricky one. So I'm trying to work out what to do. If it's not gonna rain, then we're gonna get an astro, or what are we gonna do? I'll have to work it out. I'm just gonna play it by ear, basically from tomorrow night from shift change, so. See how we go, but um, all looking good. Now, a couple of things. Uh, Canyon Loop went up Friday night. Pretty happy with that. Hope you enjoyed it. Uh, Droney got out. He got some footage of the local area of the canyons. Now, that's what I've been really stoked about that because it sort of gives you a bit more of an idea of where I am and, and where I'm walking through and stuff like that and see how rough and crazy the terrain is that we are and the mountain ranges at the back and all that sort of stuff. So I hope that uh, looked as good as I thought it did. Um, super stoked for the f my first effort with the drone, a real drone probably, I guess, even though it's only a mini for us budget YouTubers, that's all we can afford. Um, yeah, no, I come up pretty good. I'm pretty stoked, nice. I'm starting to get the hang of it. I'm trying to get out after work and do a little bit more playing with it each time there's no wind so I can sort of get used to making it smoother and getting the, getting the flow and plan, you gotta plan your routes and stuff like that. I think that's the most important part with the drones, plan where you're gonna shoot before you get up there and fly, sort of have an idea in your head of what you're, what you're trying to go and get. So A, you don't run out of time and B, you get a nice smooth bit of footage that you can use, so you're not cutting and shutting and making it choppy a bit. I guess that's the hard part. Um, so that, that went up. Now I did say on the weekend I was gonna do the iPhone 12 unboxing, the Pro, which I did. Uh, I was gonna save it to Friday, but you know, it's an unboxing. Uh, I already had the phone, I'm using it, I'm talking about it, I just wanted to get it out. So sort of, that is this Friday's video. So there won't be one coming up this Friday. A bit of a weekend off for me, I guess. I've already started on next week's video. I'm sort of ahead of the, the apex. I was gonna try and push to get this out, but um, yeah, I'm gonna just back off a little bit and just let, let it go as per normal, as, as the plan. I did put it up again as well because the iPhone 12 is reasonably new. So now he's putting it up four months after it's been released and put an unboxing. It's not really going to, I guess, do much. So, yeah, it's a bit of a, I guess, a my look on it. And everyone's different on how they look at it. So uh, if you haven't already seen that, that's up there as well. And another little thing I've been trying out, uh, which I sort of started on the weekend, did a couple to sort of get a bit of a test and a dip the old foot in the water, as they say. Um, YouTube Shorts, if you haven't heard of that, it's I guess it's like Instagram Reels, TikTok, all that sort of stuff. Uh, the beauty of Instagram Shorts is I can just smash it out of my uh, camera phone 
on, on the iPhone 12 Pro and, and get that and use that a lot more. And that's that's a, that's really a business tool for me now to try and get that when I can't carry around the M50 with a nice lens, at least I can get some like shorts and stuff like that, just get them out. It, uh, from what they talk about, it's, it's sort of, you don't get any make any money out of them. Uh, it's not a money-making tool, uh, but it's sort of, I guess, gets your brand and your channel out to the masses. <clears throat> Much like TikTok, everyone, 36, it's only less than 60 seconds, you've got to do it, you've got to tag in shorts, and then it'll automatically go into this YouTube short cycle, which gets dumped out to millions of people every day, and there's no sort of set person or whatever, it's basically luck of the drawer, and when it hits, it hits hard, and uh, there's been some reports of some really big blow-ups of videos, and it's sort of like, it's not, as I said, it's not a monetization thing, it's more so just, I guess, to just get my channel out there, and I guess, be able to show everyone else what I enjoy and hopefully they get to see some of this beautiful country in uh, WA before we leave. So, very, very cool. Now, other than that, there's a little bit of tech stuff. So we might get into some news and talk about that. So a little bit there, we've got some Nissan stuff, which is important, Eldado, um, YouTube, we've got some Gobe stuff, some uh, talk about some laptops and some Canon stuff. So we'll start off back to front, we'll flip it up. Canon R5 and R6 users if you are out there. Uh, news on uh, Canon Rumours today was that they will be getting an update, a pretty good update actually. I said that last week there was a little update for <coughs> RF mount uh, cameras and it was pretty much just fixing little bugs basically. Um, well this is actually a, like a, a good update, good little firmware update. First quarter of 2021, so that's January to, January to March, we're going to have a... It's, I think March is going to be a big, big tech thing in 2021. It's going to be uh, not Techtober or Techtember. It's going to be Tetarch. That doesn't work. <laughs> Tetarch. Tetarch? Tetarch? No, that sounds really bad. Anyway. Um, so you should get something out there. It's going to include, you're going to now get out of this update, Cine Raw Light, which would be really good for you uh, pro video guys. Little Another aspect there as well as probably the most important one, you're paying $6,000 for a freaking camera, another $3,000 for a lens, C-Log3, which is, from all reports and what I've seen, I haven't used it, so please uh, forgive me if I'm wrong. And again, it, all, it just it depends on each person. C-Log3, uh, the best video one for the Canon format. So C-Log3 as well, and then 1080, 120 frames a second. So that will be really good for the B-roll as well. So. Look, there's some, that's that's actually sounds like a really good update. It's, from what the boys are saying on uh, Canon, it's only for the R5 and R6. Don't think it goes for the R or the RP. Uh, we know about them. There's some changes coming. So the R's pretty much the R, R model you got now is that's going to be the only one there is. And they're making another one of that. They're already basically ditched that. There'll be a whole new level or a whole new model in there. And then the RP that's out now. Uh, that's getting ditched for a newer model that's going to be cheaper. So <clears throat> I have been looking at RP and I'm sort of looking at them and I'm oh, so close. And there's some good deals out there at the moment, but I'm sort of in the back of my head thinking, wait, wait, wait. I'm sort of thinking I might just hold off until January uh, to see how the end of January goes because I've got a funny feeling once this other RP comes in, the RP and the R that is out now is going to drop by at least another two to three hundred bucks. Uh, Easily, I think so. It's going to be some really good deals in the early part of 2021. 
if you're looking to jump into the full frame and you don't want to pay the two to three to six to seven to ten thousand dollar framework then you can sort of go hunting for some second-hand lenses i think those rf lenses i've seen a few now have just started creeping in on the ebay market you're starting to get a few rf lenses here and there at like decent prices secondhand they've changed or upgrade or whatever whatever reason so look that's good good for photographers like myself that are trying to trying to sneak up to that next level and like we're uh, in the minors and we're looking to try and you know get a couple of hits here and there and then shoot up and maybe get get ourselves a nicer bat and uh, get ourselves up there Pretty but uh, you never know so look uh, that's some good news uh, also on cameras Tokina 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 sounds a bit better seven new lens out for DSLR users which is really nice to hear uh, there's still some there's still some diehard DSLRs, there's diehard film shooters, uh, vintage lenses. I love vintage lenses. I think they give a great feel. One of good friends, Mark Holtz of the channel, uh, vintage lens guru. If you haven't ever watched anything about vintage lenses and you and you want want a cheap way to get some nice character into your video or photography, go watch Mark Holtz's channel. He's he's just a genius at it. Um, and he does amazing videos on vintage lenses. He got me addicted and he'll definitely get you addicted. You only gotta watch one of his videos on the Super Takamar stuff and you'll be hooked for life. Um, look, Takina's come out, they've got a 17 to 35, it's an ATX-I F4, so it's a flat F4, so <clears throat> good decent lens. I don't think, they haven't got any prices. It's uh, not their top of the range, but I think it's gonna be pretty well priced. Uh, great travel lens, they're saying it's fairly well light. Um, it's got all the stuff. EF, it's only in Nikon F and EF mounts for Canon. Uh, weather sealed or moisture sealed, they call it, but I'm assuming that's basically it's going to have an O-ring in there. It'll be reasonably weather sealed. Um, and yeah, it's going to be a great little new option for you guys to shoot in DSLR. So that's important too for those third-party camera companies uh, looking to help you guys out a little bit too. So that was pretty cool, I thought, so I chucked that in there. Um, Gobe, if you haven't heard of Gobe, the Australian... ND filters uh, company, uh, plant trees. Every time you buy one of their products, they plant, I think it's five, or maybe, no, I don't think it's five, I think it's like two or three trees for every dollar you, you um, spend with them. They'll go and plant some trees, which is a great little thing. Look, they're probably not the best ND filters on the planet, but again, as budget guys, it's a great little way to get into it. And if you're starting out, I think my first lens was a Gove lens. I've got a 49mm one of theirs that I used on my Super Takamars and my M50 when I got it. So, even on the kit lens. So, look, they're by no means crappy. Uh, they're, they're like, they're a quality decent one. They're, they're not a Polar Pro or a Breakthrough filters, not of that ridiculously high level. But um, they're also the price, ain't you there? Well, they're changing names as of the 24th. So tomorrow, their whole name is changing. We don't know what it is yet. Uh, your account will stay the same. Everything will stay the same. Like the website, it's just basically they're going for a full rebrand. Still get the trees every time you shop. You'll uh, be helping out the environment, so that's pretty good. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how they go. They're looking at a new products, new range. Um, I think it's which is a good idea for them. As much as they've sort of been focused a little bit on filters and stuff like that and some mounts, I think it's good that they start looking at expanding because if you get a little bit stale, sometimes that can be, I think you need to keep moving forward, unfortunately, in business and just keep going and expanding and getting bigger. 
uh, if you sort of stop nowadays, it seems like you sort of end up sort of falling a little bit flat and then petering out and end up like, say, Nikon and Olympus who are struggling heaps. So we don't want that. So look, that's good. They're an Aussie company too, so that's pretty cool. Now, YouTube, a uh, big one, YouTube, and this is pretty interesting. <clears throat> There's been a few things about it, but no one's really talking about it. It's probably reasonably big news. Uh, YouTube's adding ads onto non-monetized channel videos. So my channel, I've got less than 1,000 subscribers. Uh, I've got 310 of yous, I think. Yep, 310 today, all of yous. Thank you very much. Uh, it's great to have yous. I do appreciate every one of you. Don't you worry about that. Um, they're basically saying now that well, what they're doing now is because you've got into a thousand subscribers to be able to monetize your channel and then you sort of can pick and put how many ads you want in each video. Well, and that's sort of a benefit of being a small creator, I guess, is people that come to watch uh, this Another Day, Another Vlog or watch one of my photo tours or unboxings or any of the myriad of crazy stuff I do. Um, you don't have to watch any ads. Well, that's all changing uh, for little creators. They're putting ads in and we get nothing out of it. So I think that's pretty bloody rude. Um, if you're gonna put ads in there and most of us would be happy if we got like 50 bucks a month or something from ads, uh, that would be amazing. I would just keep taking it out of my wallet <laughs> and saving it up. Uh, getting another 50 bucks a month or something like that would be amazing. It's a little bit weird that they allow themselves just to dump ads on our stuff and not pay us for it. It's pretty rude. It's our channel. Look, I know it's their business, but it's our channel. It's our, so I guess, proprietary rights and stuff. And I think it's a bit rude that they force you to wait for a thousand subscribers and then now, oh no, but we're going to make some money off you in, in the meantime. So, look, I understand they're a business and they've got to make money to let us do what we need to do. That is fine, and that's cool, and it's tough times, but yeah, a little bit weird, and they just, they didn't come out and tell us uh, up front either, they just, they got, they got caught out, people started noticing it, and they got smashed straight away, so look, a little bit uh, disappointing from YouTube in that regards, um, it'll be interesting to see if they continue doing that, or if they actually pull their heads in and go, yeah, that's not, that's not the right thing to do, so... Anyway, we'll see what happens, so if you do see ads on the video, uh, it's not me, my apologies, uh, yeah, sorry for that. And on lucky last, um, a good one for me, if, yeah, you probably, we probably haven't talked about, I'm a massive Datsun fan. Uh, I've had a 120, I've had many cars in my life. Uh, 120Y was my first car. Uh, love it, loved it, brilliant car, absolutely amazing. I've had a Datsun 1200U, amazing. I've had a Datsun 1000 Rally car, love Datsuns. Uh, I call them Datsuns, I don't call them Nissans, I still think that they should be called Datsuns, a much better name. And well, they've come out with a new uh, Nabara. Uh, now, Nabara in the States is not the Titan, uh, the next one down. So, apologies, I can't remember, I do, should know what it is, but I've forgotten. <laughs> Old age, Alzheimer's kicking in. Uh, so, the next one down, there's a new Nabara coming out. It's called the, oh, I didn't write them down. That's terrible, Ash. Wow, terrible research. Um, new model coming out. It's uh, got a whole new front end. It's got the American front end, similar to that Titan, that big square sort of tapered grill at the front. Uh, full off-road, a lot of digital tech in there, safety features, this, probably all the stuff that four-wheel drive people don't really want where they're 
lane departure, braking and all that crap, that noise crap out of you. Um, so yeah, it's coming. Waiting for prices. Uh, I'm in the email list to wait till I get it. It does look pretty good. The only one that doesn't look good, there's a top of the range one called the, I think it's a pro grade, pro grade one or something like that, which is a four wheel drive off-road pack. And they go from 18 inch wheels down to 17 inch. And you look at them and the wheels look ridiculously small on the truck. So pretty sure they're gonna get booted straight off the truck and put some 30s on there because that's what they should have done. Uh, what, no one, I had 17s and 18s, I think I had 17s on my Datsun 1200 Ute, like really? Um, yeah, they probably needed a bigger tire on there if, if they're gonna try and get that four wheel drive market and some not better rims, the rims weren't really flash. But I'm at the body looks really nice. Uh, roll bar, it's good. You, can come, you can get leather, you can get sort of semi-leather. Some good little options, Apple CarPlay, some other stuff in there. It's uh, not, probably a, definitely a higher spec than the, uh, the N-Track. The N-Track was the last model. Uh, 3.5 tons of towing. Uh, there's, a, there's four options you can get. Pro-4X, that was the model, sorry, my bad. I, had, I did have it written down, I just can't read my own writing. That's terrible. <laughs> um, but yeah, it looked, looked pretty nice and not a bad rig. It'd be interesting to see the price. Now, the concerning bit I had is Nissan's been actually a big leader in electric and hybrid stuff. Uh, the small car market, they've got a couple of, couple of little options there that are really good. But Navara, which is probably one of their biggest selling vehicles, they have, still haven't slotted a at least a hybrid in. Um, you're bringing out a new machine, Realistically, they, they should be looking dead, like square down the barrel of hybrid at minimum with the electric two to three years behind. Like they seem to be way behind on the ute. Uh, this could have been a good way to chuck in a hybrid model, use a hybrid as a four-wheel drive and really push it forward. But um, yeah, so I was a little bit disappointed in that. Hopefully uh, Nissan head office and that starts really start focusing on that because they're gonna get left behind. You got your Teslas, the Rivians, and all these other ones that are popping up. Um, if they don't get in there, look, they've progressively got smaller and smaller. That GTR, as much as it's amazing, the Tesla's now as capable, and if not, probably can beat it. So they've really got to change their game and start looking for the future. I think for poor old Nissan, Datsun. Um, but yeah, that's about it. it. It is a nice car. It does look really good. Hopefully under 60 grand, that'd be nice. That'd be really cool. Anyway, that's it from me. I will see you all tomorrow. Tomorrow is shift change night, so we'll see you then. Should have a fair bit of new news because it'll be Monday in the States, so we'll get a heap more tech stuff out tomorrow. I will catch up with you then. Thanks for stopping by. See you tomorrow. We'll be coming that way. That way. I'll catch you tomorrow. Peace.